Hi, welcome back to Burn and Turn. We are on episode 10 today. Movie Monday, hope you guys enjoy. Today we will be reviewing Citizen Kane and Mank, the movie that is about making Citizen Kane. Yes, they go go together. And then we we talk about that for a while. I talk about that for what, about 30, 35 minutes? And then we pick a new movie. A new movie off Netflix, and then we roll the dice for another movie. So, go ahead, keep listening. Uh, it was a really good show. We reviewed Citizen Kane for a while, spent a lot of time, uh, a lot of, lot of, not a lot of debate, but no, not a much lot debate. Of, we agreed on most most things. Yeah, it was fun though. Was so, fun. get ready. Let's go. Hey, welcome back to Burn and Turn, episode 10, another installment of Movie Monday. Yeah, Movie Monday. What do we got on the dock for today? On the docket, we will be reviewing two movies we watched this week, Citizen Kane, the first one. Citizen and Kane. Monk. Monk. Mank. <laughs> Mank? I think it's Mank. I think it's Mank. The yeah, movie they're calling it, it Mank. They call it Mank, it's Mankoids, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Mink. Mink is basically a movie about how Citizen Kane was made, which is why we watched them together. We typically roll the die for to pick our movie for the week, but Citizen Kane was on our list. Uh, Monk was something we wanted to watch. Yeah, we were doing, like, the idea is to do a new movie with a classic movie, but movie theater, you know, nothing's, like, coming out right now. Yeah. Can't go to really go to movie theaters. Um, so we're doing the Golden Globe nominees, and Mank was on there for Best Picture. Uh, ended up not winning. Ended up being Nomadland. Haven't seen that. Doesn't really pique my interest, um, but maybe we'll watch it. Peak. But, um, yeah, so we watched Mank. We wanted to watch Mank, so, okay, we can't watch Mank without watching the movie that the movie is about. Right. And Citizen Kane is, like, you know, one of the best movies of all time, as so as they say. I mean, it would basically be, like, a fact. Like, you know, the sky is blue, trees are green, and, like, what's the greatest movie? Like, Citizen Kane. I don't necessarily agree. I definitely do not agree. But I can definitely see, like, why it's... For like, its time. I don't think just for its time. It's... I mean, for its time, sure, it gets points, but, like, it's not like it did anything visually amazing. It's like, oh, wow, like... Wizard of Oz for its time was like visually stunning, yeah. and like Star Wars for its time was like visually stunning. Yeah, like what they did with props and whatnot. So I guess we're going to the movie review now, right now. Right, starting with <laughs> Citizen Kane. Here we go, Citizen Kane. Um, yeah. So like we all said, like we were saying, I don't think it's just because. Um, I don't think you can just boil it down to. What was I gonna say? Oh, for its time. Not that I think that's what you were saying at all, but. No, it definitely had great a lot of great properties to it, but. I think it's the most. I could see it being the most important movie. Yeah. Ever. It was definitely. I don't. I mean, for when it. Okay, it says like just for its time again, but for when it was made, nothing else was coming out like it. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's different than for its time. Yeah, it makes it sound like, oh, I like guess not a good movie, but. Um, it was a good movie. I could definitely see the inspiration that it has, like, granted among. Like, for the filmmakers that we watch. Like, I can see how, like, people, uh, you know, directors like Quentin Tarantino and, like, Martin Scorsese, like, get their, you know, uh, inspiration from inspiration. from that movie or movies like that. Uh, it definitely, like, I remind me of so many movies. It reminded me a lot of Wolf of Wall Street, hmm. in a way. Like, the guy rises to power, but he doesn't try to be good for a little guy. Yeah. But. This movie was really good. The protagonist was just, you didn't want you wanted to like him so much 
but he just wasn't super likable. He, he just, was like, he, he was had... likable. It was just the the. And that's what also makes it really good. I mean, the writing after the movie we just saw, it was like a person who was poised to do good things, but then he just wanted to be loved so much. Yeah, that. He just had everything, really, you could ask for. I mean, all the riches, all the money you could want. You know, mm-hmm. lived in this like, palace. and palace. And he, like, there was a zoo yeah. inside of it. That's why he was running for public office, is for the love of people. Right. But he never got it. No. And he tried to buy it. And it was really just a, you know, story of greed and stuff. Of greed and the downfall of man and that type of thing. But let's go, like, linear, like, what the story, what the movie was about. Okay. In case people, you know, didn't Watch. see it. Oh, okay. I don't know, but it would kind of be easier to explain. Just yeah. give a quick synopsis. Okay. So, Citizen Kane is about a guy named Charles Kane. Charles Kane, right? Charles, yeah. And it's told in... You, like, see his life story narrated in, like, three minutes by, like, a very 1940s-sounding narrator. And then that, that like, cuts, and it goes to, like, a room of uh, guys in a... Of this room of, like, a news, a news editing team or a news team. I guess. Yeah. They're like in a, in a little theater watching it. And they want to figure out why. They want to figure out like, you know, who he was as a person, not what he did. And. His, um, well, really like the mystery they were trying to figure out. Yeah. The, and then his last word before he died was Rosebud. Randomly. That's the first thing you see in, actually in the movie is like mm-hmm. the shot of his house. It goes into him. Then he's like whispers Rosebud. And then he drops a snow globe and he dies. Right. And then it goes into, the, like, the 1940s, like, narrator voice doing the three-minute, like, intro to his... A three-minute uh, overview of his life. And then it cuts to the news team. They're like, okay, blah, blah, blah. Let's find out, like, I need you to find out, like, what the word Rosebud meant. So this, you know, young guy goes on... He goes and, like, talks to all the people who are closest to Charles Kane, Citizen Kane. And... He reads journals. He, you know, takes, like, eyewitness accounts. He talked to his best friend. His, like, you know, what was Bernstein? His ex. Oh. Uh, it was, like, his guardian. No, Bernstein wasn't his guardian. He did talk to his guardian, but then what he. Was his guardian? I forget the names of everybody. Yeah. But then Bernstein was, like, well, not his lawyer. It's just, like, his, like, oh, yeah. secretary type guy. Yeah, kind of. I don't know, whatever the guy that his role was. But his ex-wife. Anyways, I don't think he talked to his ex. Oh, yeah, he talked he to did. his Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking the first one. Um, so yeah, he talked to the people like closest in his life. So it would like show you that, that guy's perspective of him talking to the people. And then as they were, the people were telling the story, it would cut to a flashback. Mm-hmm. Like of what that person was talking about. And I think, and I don't think movies were ever shot like that. Yeah. And we can get into it later with Mank. That's what they were talking about in Mank. Like the guy, one of the little assistant guy was like talking to the guy who wrote Citizen Kane uh mankowitz and was saying like he was afraid people might need a roadmap you know to like Mm -hmm. figure out this movie and the guy was like no people aren't that dumb yada 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 so i think that's what made it so like profound yeah so i again like to your point ahead of its time i don't think movies were shot like that like out of order no and you look at someone like tarantino like that's all he does yeah christopher nolan out of order like it not that it like it's a it's not like a cheap way of doing it but it's always more interesting and it's always i don't know it just it's just it, it just, just keeps you on your toes yeah it's more interesting than, than like a linear story like beginning middle end yeah so that's i think that's what that's like you know why it's one of the most important movies i think it's the first movie to really do something like that mm-hmm. 
But anyways, so then you go through Citizens Kane's, uh, you go through Kane's life, and he's like this little boy, and I don't exactly know, but his mom was like, his what? mom made some sort of deal, and she and her husband were okay. We also find out that Citizen Kane's dad was abusive. There was a small part of that. You yeah, he was like, beginning? yeah, he was like drunk and stuff. But where do you get the abusive part? Because she was like, yeah, because I'm trying to get him away from you. Oh, okay. you remember that line? He was like, I don't remember actually. He, yeah, that she line, was like, she was sure. like, well, I'm trying to get him away from you. Because he's like, why do we have to give our son away? Why can't I raise him? And she was like, well, I'm trying to get him away from you. But she was also getting paid. Yeah, she was like the sole owner of something. That's like the one thing I didn't catch. I have to go back and read up on that. But anyway, she had like some deal that like this. Then he would go live with a guardian in like New York and like you know be brought up like silver spoon type way mm-hmm. it's like that book um it's that classic book we read in like middle school great expectations mm. you read that book no no you didn't go to real school no, i didn't get regular you went school. to charity school yep mm. she was homeschooled so i was homeschooled anytime i bring up like a classic reference like oh remember in like kindergarten teacher or, or remember in middle school when you did this or remember this book you read she's like no i yeah, don't not my fault yeah it's not your fault but Either way, but people, the listeners will know. So it's kind of like that type of vibe. So he leaves his, like, you know, he thinks he's in Colorado. He leaves his town in Colorado, and he was seen, like, you know, having fun in his little, like, sleigh. And then... What happens next? Uh, It just flashes forward to him, him, like, his lawyer making a deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's kind of, he just runs around. He got kicked out of, like, all, like, the prestigious colleges, and then... He can do whatever he wants. He has all this money and blah, blah, blah. But he, he decides to run a newspaper company. And that's what he wants to do. And that's how he gets his riches. And then, you know, he runs. He's married to uh, one of the president's nieces. Mm-hmm. And blah, blah, blah. Their marriage kind of sours. He runs for public office. runs for governor. But he gets blackmailed that he had a mistress. But he never really did. And I don't want to go through the whole movie. Yeah. Because that would just take too long. But. I get, it was really just a tale of... I just want to give a, a little bit a of like what, what yeah, it's yeah, about yeah. besides diving into the whole thing. So anyways, he has all this power and he ends up becoming like just more calloused and lonely as his life goes on. And eventually all his friends, he gets his, he has a fight with his best friend and fires and doesn't talk to him. And he it's just that story of like you have everything that everyone says they want. Everyone says they want, you know, this big house and riches and fame and then... But it's it eventually enough. means nothing. Like it's that. It's, it's it was like that. Now, if that movie came out, it would be like, oh, well, we've seen that story a bunch of times. Yeah, hundred times. But but like again, I again at that point, like you said, like for that time, it was just so important, and it's just the best. I think it just did it super well. Yeah, I do too. And visually, like how he became like when when his I think visually when his ideals were like the most pure because he had all this money, but he did want to fight for the like the he did want to fight for the um. The working man, the lower class, and all that stuff. And he looked handsome when he was doing that. But then when he was, like, like hiding away in his castle and, like, you know, not, like, treating his wife the best and yeah. stuff, he looked like a monster. Yeah. That wasn't on accident, obviously. No. So I thought I thought that was um, that was cool. The, the director played the main actor, but mm-hmm. played Citizen Kane. Um, but I can definitely see why it's, like, I can see why for so long people have said it's the best movie of all time. But I think those people are people, like, that would be film connoisseurs, like, when our parents were our age. Yeah. Or, like, our grandparents, which who are film people, would, like, say that. But I don't think anybody now, like, our age is, like, saying that. Mm-mm. I, I just, I don't, 
I don't. I, I don't, don't see think so it either. I know. I've seen better movies than that. Yeah, definitely. And because I think a movie like it didn't like, I was completely invested in the story. It wasn't like a bad, not even close to a bad movie. Just never felt like the stakes were super high for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I. It wasn't very. It wasn't. Not that the stakes always. Well, the stakes should be high. I just didn't feel like the stakes were super high. Like it wasn't like. And I didn't like him enough to care if he lost what he had. Yeah. Like, I was never attached to him. Like, oh, why can't he just do the right thing? Like, why can't he just get what he wants? I was like, mm, he's okay. Yeah. I wasn't super attached to the character. Mm-hmm. That's a very good point. Yeah. Yeah. I think the character, like, it was definitely, like, well, he, he was, I wouldn't say super relatable, but you could definitely relate to some to his problems and stuff. But I think it was just not a too generic of a character but it was almost like a like a scrooge type thing yeah you know mm-hmm. that's kind of what i related to but i think it was a phenomenal movie i think honestly the cinematography was really good oh, i was yeah. looking at like some of the entrance shots and like the camera be coming in i was just kind of the stuff i try to pay attention to when you're, it's hard not to get sucked into a, like into the story when you're watching a movie but yeah i think the cinematography was really good for and again i want to say 94 1941 but it's still if it was in color and had the technology it had today it would definitely hold up yeah for sure um but yeah i think i could definitely see how it's again i, I keep saying it but definitely i think agree would be the most important movie because i just i just reminded me of, it felt like a medley of all like the like best movies i've watched hmm. you know in my time it just felt like it actually I, I saw like how the directors today who are killing it who are at the top of the game for the last 20 years got their inspiration from like that type of movie right you know what i'm saying yeah that's what you're saying so yeah i mean i don't have much i don't have much else to say about it i don't think i'm sure i do i just don't write anything down which i should yeah i should take notes when i write the movie but then it like takes me away from the movie movie experience i'd have to watch it twice to do that and you don't like pausing movies i don't not like pausing movies i feel like you don't like it I'd rather not. I'd rather avoid it if I can. But, yeah. Because then it kind of like you know shakes you out of it. Mm-hmm. It's like when you're reading a book, you know. And it's like as soon as you stop, it's like yeah, you're out of it, you're out of the zone. Yeah. Yeah. You're out of the world. Makes but sense. yeah, I mean, definitely had a lot of. It was definitely relevant to today as well, though. Yeah. Too like with the whole political stuff. Yeah, and, like, a lot of politics. Oh, politics. But it wasn't your face. No, 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 it wasn't your face, but. Yeah, I mean, any of the lesson, you know, what, okay, what's the movie about? It's about, you know, Citizen Kane. He gets all, he, you know, gets his all this money and then he runs a newspaper company and then he dies. But what is a movie about? I think it's about, like, the theme. I think it's about, you know, um, not forgetting where you came from, mm-hmm. I guess. And then I think another, like, another theme of the movie would be just money can't buy happiness for sure. Yeah, like, definitely. that's definitely an underlying theme. There's themes of, I don't know, what are the themes you have? Greed? Greed, yeah. It was just... What themes can you think of? You don't have themes, to. Themes, I don't, yeah. I don't know. It was just, it was just sad, too, at the end, because you just see, like, he he had what he wanted before his mom gave him away. Like, he had happiness, and he wasn't, they didn't have Oh, yeah, duh, money. that's what I was going to say. Yeah, Yeah, like the his, whole, oh, okay, sorry. Like, he had, he was happy with his mom, and he kept saying, Mom, why do I have to leave? Like, why are you doing this? Like can you come with me and she's like yeah eventually and obviously she never comes she mm-hmm. like sold him i still don't understand why she sold him off but she like she sold, thought she was doing what was best for him she did because of the dad but and he's getting all his money yeah realistically uh, it was better for the kid to be away from his abusive dad but he just wanted to be with his mom and that's where he was happy he was playing in the snow outside the house 
loved his mom. They had a little cute house. Like, but it was not much. But he had what he wanted. Mm-hmm. For sure. And then he, he had like, love. Yeah, he had love, and that's not something I think he ever really. The movie's had. awfully about the ten- the human tendency for love, for needing love. Yeah. Like, I, I some of the like, if you know, I can, I can definitely relate to that. Some of the best part about like love is just like, why do I love someone? It's just sometimes like almost the best answer answer is because they love me. Mm-hmm. It's like it just feels good. Yeah. And that's what he wanted, but he never really could get it like authentically. That's why when he met the, met the singer girl, she's like, wait, you don't know who I am? She's like, no. He's like, but I like hanging out with you. And he was like, oh, wow. Yeah, someone actually, like, likes me for me. Yeah. But um, anyway, so the reporter's trying to find out. The reporter is trying to find out, like, what the word rosebud means. As he's, like, and he couldn't fi- figure it's it out. It's a And he's like, movie. whatever. He's like, it's just another. He's like, you can't boil down, you know, a man's life into one word. It's you can't it, it's just another piece of the puzzle piece of the, as they're cleaning out a jigsaw puzzle it's like another piece of the puzzle i mean it's not going to paint the whole picture but who knows what it means could have meant nothing could have meant this that and then like the end the ending scene is like they're cleaning out his house because he was like a hoard not even a hoarder a collector he bought like thousands of statues from europe and all his paintings stuff like that and he's like oh what do we do with this like oh it's junk throw it in the fire and they throw this thing this object in the fire and it was a, sl- a sleigh, like old timey, like yeah, sled, a sled that he that said Rosebud on it. That he it was a sled he was playing with in the beginning, in the, of the beginning movie. of the movie, in the when beginning it, of his when his mom life. was out in the front yard, like okay, you have to go with this man. I just sold you to him, like so. That's like he again, was like, mom, yeah. why? He's like holding the sled. Yeah, that's all he ever. That's all he wanted. That's was, all he wanted. Well, not that obviously he didn't want to go play in the snow. It's deeper meaning than that. But the sleigh, obviously, symbolism. Like no, no, I like know. I, I was saying. Yeah. Like, I know you weren't saying that exactly, but he wanted that life. He wanted just the simplicity of it. He wanted. Yeah. He was just happy. Could relate it to that. He was just happiest then. Yeah. And yeah. Sucks. It's kind of like um. Again, I could think of a movie that's inspired from that. Uh, Soul. Oh, like yeah. when they're doing the uh, if anyone's if anyone saw Soul, it won the. Oscar, Golden Globe for Best, Best animated. animated Picture, which Disney always does. Except for Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse. That was the first year they didn't win it. So, hmm. gotta watch that. Um, but in Soul, they... Um, damn it. When 22, the soul that can't, like, you know, fi- like doesn't want to go to Earth. Yeah. She's like, oh, I want to do, like, you know, like, walking and looking at the clouds. And, like, she's trying to find her spark and stuff mm-hmm. on Earth. Her purpose. Her yeah. purpose, yeah. That's what I think it was. Was it called Spark? It was called a Spark. Yeah, but yeah, it wasn't but her it was, purpose. The yeah. Spark was purpose. And she's like, oh, I want to, like, do walking. And is this part, can walking be a purpose? And can, like, those little, like, spinny things that fall from the leaves. <laughs> yeah, like, they're yeah. not really down here in North Carolina, but in New York. This movie they're was like set in. Helicopter little helicopter yeah. leaves that come down. And she was staring at it and, like, eating pizza and, like, laughing with people. She was like, can this be, can this be my spark? Yeah, she's like, can this be my spark? And, um... Joe Gardner, the the main character in Soul, is like, that's not your spark. That's just regular old living. Like that's nothing. Yeah. And then Joe Gardner, uh, he gets his dream accomplished, plays in the jazz band, and afterwards he's like, wait, what next? Like that's it? And she's like, yeah, that you know that's pretty much it. Then he realizes that, you know, all those little things, those are life. Like whatever you do in your life isn't gonna matter really like too much. Right. But those, that's what's important. The simple things, the things you can't buy, the things that are just you experience every day. And that is exactly like Rosebud in Citizen Kane. Like, those are the things, the simple things that you enjoy mm-hmm. and love. 
it's just playing in the snow, the innocence, the simplicity of it, just less is more type deal. Yeah. So I like, I th- and I think it was the first movie with like a twist ending to not a twist ending, but like a ending that was like, oh whoa, like yeah, wow, it wasn't like. Wizard of Oz, I think, was the only movie before that that was groundbreaking. Yeah. I can't think of a movie before 1939 that was, Ground- excuse me, groundbreaking. groundbreaking. But Wizard of Oz, it was definitely had meaning and everything. Like, you can dissect that movie all day long. But it wasn't like ending like, whoa, oh, I get it now. It was like, it's kind of like the yeah. end. Like, yeah, the end. Like, that well, one that was sense. like, that reminded me of uh, Christopher Nolan Mindbender, like Inception, where he has the top. I mean, you haven't seen it, but. It was like that when it was like, oh, Rosebud. Like, oh, that's that was the word. I thought they weren't ever going to figure it out. It was going to be like, oh. Really? Well, yeah, it was kind of ending. And it was like, oh, okay. I could see the meaning. Like, it just, I don't know. I don't think it would be known as, like, the best movie of all time if they didn't. No, yeah. But, I mean, but the way they, they did it, though, they wrapped it up. Like, I was like, I guess. I mean, yeah. I was looking at the time. I saw, like, when a new one was going to be over. Yeah. And then it was, like, that scene. And that was it. So, um, score. Score. You wanna go first? Want me to go first? Oh, uh, you can go first, I guess. Okay. Um, I've gone like back and forth on it. Um, I'm basing it off of my score for Twelve Angry Men, which I I'm not gonna put higher than it or at the same, just because I didn't enjoy it as much. I think Twelve Angry Men did more with less. Mm-hmm. My opinion. Mm-hmm. My I mean I agree. obviously this is my score, so I'm gonna say what I think. I think. Well, if I was to put the list in an all-time unbiased ranking, maybe would I put Citizen Kane up there before it? I don't know, just because I feel like it's like society pressures me to say it. But I like like I'm not gonna put it at the same score as Twelve Angry Men, which is 96. I I don't I can't decide between like 94 or 95 or 93. I'm, I'm stuck between 93 and 95, so I'm gonna split the difference. Just go 94. Okay. Um, I almost want to bring it to a 95 because of Mank. Like, Mank literally made me like it more. Yeah. But we'll, we'll get into I that in a that. second. Yeah. So, I'm going to I'm gonna link to 94. I, I, I like 94. Okay. Just, um, just because... And 90... Oh, damn it. Hit my elbow on the desk. Um, 94... Sorry. Uh, just to explain my score. 94 is because you have to take in, like, cultural influence. Mm-hmm. You got like that. Oh, you don't have to. You can do it however you like. Again, the score is subjective, but I'm taking it in because I don't think it's a hundred out of a hundred. I don't think any movie is a hundred out of a hundred. Can't be. That's art. Um, my opinion again. Um, fuck. I keep losing my train of thought. Why is it a ninety-four? Oh, it's ninety-four because of its cultural impact and like how important it is. Like yeah. that's why. I, I like my experience. I've like you know. I have I have a better experience watching when I saw Avengers for the first time, but I'm not I'm not gonna put Avengers above a Citizen Kane. Like you know what I'm saying? Um, I can think of movies. Be- I think the movie's better, but like my experience watching it wasn't like. See, I don't know. I think for you it should be whatever impacts you more. So if Avengers impacted you more, I think that should be the higher score. Yes, no, I agree, but I, mm, but I, but I like artistically they're okay. I don't know if you didn't know it was known as the best movie of all time. I don't know if you would give it a 94 well exactly that but we can talk about that discussion too that influences my score my score if you were to put me in a yes if you drop me on this planet you know i was an alien i just saw that movie and i just happened to understand one thing and it was just movies i would and i had my same personality or maybe i woke up from a coma i didn't know about the movie whatever whatever you want to set up this hypothetical situation yeah maybe you're right i would put that above it but there are okay art isn't just throwing stuff at the wall 
there are rules to art. If you're taking an art class, like your mom would know or whatever, mm-hmm. um, you take an art class, there are rules. There are set there are rules to, to, to eat to painting. Mm-hmm. People think it's not. Just throwing stuff at the wall or like there's no rules in finger painting. Mm-hmm. That's not art. That's just finger painting. There are rules to movie making. Yeah. And like there is like sub like objective sc- ob- movies are objectively better than other movies. Yeah. So when I say my scores are subjective, yes, they are. But there's some things that like you really can't argue. Like most of the movies on the on our bucket list, like it's hard to put up against like your everyday movie. Yeah. Like I'll like there's a very good chance I'll enjoy Godzilla versus Kong more than this oh movie. Oh my god. But uh, clearly that's not a better movie. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but but to your point, you are right. I do agree with you. But we, you know, there has to be a gray area. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. For sure. So there's, a, there's always a gray area. Uh, 94. I like that score. Okay. What about you? Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll ni- stop talking. 91. 91. Yeah, it was good. I definitely see like what you're talking about, like the impact, and I just think because of when it was made, that's why it was so amazing to me. Just just 1941 they just did a lot they did a lot there's a lot of like the directing was awesome the acting i thought was really good Mm -hmm. i didn't like notice anything i was like oh my god that was like so corny or like oh that was so blah blah blah. like yeah it was good but it was it was long um there was a lot I, i don't know it was good but it wasn't amazing to me okay wasn't like groundbreaking yeah. What'd you give 12 Hungry Men? 96? Same thing as me? 96, 97, yeah. I think you gave it the same thing. But okay. I mean, I, I mean, yeah. I give it 94, 91. Definitely should be in the 90s for sure. Yeah, definitely. If you put it anywhere below that, I've been like, whoa, relax. Just because. I don't know, just because it is like. A, I don't think it's the greatest movie of all time, but it, a lot of people do, so I'm just like. You know, like, I get like. Against, it's like scary. Yeah, it's, 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 the there's a reason yeah. why, like. I, I Everyone know. says that. Yeah, I know. But I just... again, I'm not basing it off of that 100%, but mm-hmm. I just got to look at it. I don't know. I think it was, but yeah, it does, get, it does get a lot, a lot of points for being, I think, the first movie to do a lot of things. Yeah. But okay. I think that wraps it up. I don't have much else, much more to say about it, really, after the score. No. Me neither. Okay. Me Monk, we're going to talk about it, too. Mank. Mank. Not Monk. Monk. Get up closer Mank. to the mic so everyone can hear you. Mank. Mank. Okay. Um, all right. That's we're done with Citizen Kane. On to Mank. Uh, Mank is about the making of Citizen Kane, and it was about the time period of like you know when it was being made, yes. or what not when it was being made. It. Okay, let me start over. It's about. Okay, stop. Stupid digging on my computer. It's about Herman Mankiewicz, the guy who wrote Citizen Kane. Orson Welles directed it and starred in it. According to this movie, he had nothing to do with the writing. Orson Welles had nothing absolutely to do with the writing. Even though they got both got credit for it for the writing. And I think writers don't get enough credit. I mean, like... I agree. Uh, now that I'm, like, taking a street writing class, I'm like... or It's just, like, that person wrote the story. You're literally just... You just know how to work a camera a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Like, it's outrageous that, like, directors get so much credit. Writers, yeah, don't get enough. Like If I you can't... wrote and directed, yeah, sure, I get it. Like, that's what Tarantino does. Like, right. That's what a lot of, like, the best directors do. But, like, it's like, oh, this movie's directed by... I'm like, well, they didn't write it. Yeah. That per- other person's literally writing the story. That's all the material. I mean, without the director, there's still a story. 
without the writer there's no story yeah and i'm just like blown away like not that the writer doesn't get a lot of credit it just doesn't get a lot of mainstream credit i guess yeah i don't know but i mean writers don't really you know need to be in the spotlight is what i find a lot of times they're just no, happy but, with their product yeah well they like credit though that's all that's all we learned from make though he was like he agreed and signed a contract to not get credit for it. No, and no. he was like, eh, he I want credit. That's what he thought he wanted. But anyway, so let's let's uh, give a quick little synopsis. So Herman Mankiewicz is the writer for Citizen Kane. And it was so cool to watch Citizen Kane in the same week as watching this. Yes, I think it was, it was that like... That was a great move on our Like part. if I watched Mank without watching Citizen Kane, I'd have been like... Uh, so confused. There's so many references. Yeah, so many references, and I, like the line with the Bernstein and the guy and the and the, with the girl on the ship, and yeah, that, that was, was awesome. so cool. But um, I keep I keep losing my train of thought. I can't focus. I just like go off on a tangent. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> but um, okay. Herman Mankiewicz wrote Citizen Kane. He said it like a thousand times, but it was shot the same. That movie was shot the same way. Um, Black and white. Yeah, that it was, was black awesome. and white. I love that. Love that call. Yeah. Um, Herman Wankowitz, uh, it, was, it was shot the same way that Citizen Kane was shot. It was shot... So he wrote the movie in 60 days while he was, like, hospital... Not hospitalized. He was, like, bedridden because he was in a car accident. Yeah. Was like, and he had a nurse, Lily Collins. Oh, Mank was played by Gary Oldman, who's absolutely fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Um, let's just let's just get Let's just get that out of the way. Um, his nurse was Lily Collins, aka you. Could people say Tara looks like Lily Collins? Um, yeah. So he's bedridden because he like broke his leg, or yeah. And then he writes um, Citizen Kane in sixty days. So there's one storyline of him sitting in bed, you know, getting alcohol and being drunk and having banter with Lily Collins and his German nurse. So that's a whole story that's a whole uh line yeah 60 days but then there's flashbacks to the uh 30s which is like how he got the inspiration for writing citizen kane mm-hmm. it's and his because his, him writing the story his inspiration for the characters all came from someone mm-hmm. yeah every knew. every character in citizen kane was based off some was based off somebody and so it's the whole story behind citizen kane that i read up on before watching mank was that it didn't make a lot of money because a lot of studios didn't uh didn't uh, put it in their theaters or didn't, right? Didn't put it in their yeah. theaters. The studios they, owned theaters back then? No. Well, they probably did, I guess. Probably did. But a lot of studios, like, boycotted it and they sued them over it. And so a lot of theaters didn't show it because Citizen Kane was obviously not a good character at the end and you didn't like the way he was portrayed. Didn't, you know, he wasn't, like, a good guy. Yeah. S- per se, towards the end. And um, it was based off of William Hurst, who, like, pretty much owned had a lot of like large playing in things like in studios like MGM and Mayor Goldwyn Metro Goldwyn Meyer Metro Goldwyn yeah um so yeah so there was was the storyline of him in bed writing the movie and the storyline of the flashbacks from like the 30s it was pretty much like 31 to like 37 38 or something like Mm -hmm. that and I I think it was just awesome the way it was done the same way as the movie yeah I think so I thought that was an you know kind of like a no-brainer but like a aha kind of call it's like so simple but so cool mm-hmm. um yeah gary oldman just stole the fucking show Dude, i mean yeah, like i just so wanted good. more i just wanted more of him anytime he wasn't on the screen which was like honestly really never 
but like it, he could just talk. I just wanted to hear him talk the whole time. Like it was so f- it was I don't know, it was so funny, but it was very funny. Yeah. He had like amazing one-liners. Amazing, I, such a quotable character. Yeah. I mean that character was awesome. Like that makes me that it, like that movie made me like Citizen Kane more. Like if <laughs> yeah, you've seen if you've seen Citizen Kane, I hundred percent recommend this movie. Yeah. It makes it it makes that it really does make that movie better for people like in our time. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy that that movie was made in forty one, and then like eighty years later, a movie coming out about it. Right. A movie coming out about the movie. Usually that doesn't happen like in that wide of a spread. Mm-hmm. So. But that shows you the importance of Citizen Kane. It's like a movie coming out today about, you know, the Civil War or the World War War World War One or something. That movie was such a momentous thing that they had to make a movie about it. But again, I mean, I think the best part of the movie is 100% Gary Oldman Absolutely. as Herman Mankiewicz. I mean, he's, I mean, he has 90, 99% of the screen time. I don't think he's ever not on the screen. Very rarely is there a scene without him. No. I can only think of one where they're talking at the sink about how he saved the German, or how he like brought all those Germans over from yeah. Germany, fleeing the Nazis. Yeah. I can't really think of any more scenes with him not in it. Yeah, this, yeah. But anyways, he was, I mean, he was so good. I keep saying about it, I just wanted to hear him keep talking. It was just such a likable character. Yeah, he was so likable. And it was all kind of like Citizen Kane where, like, he had he struggled with alcoholism, but, you know, you kind of, you felt bad, you did feel bad for this character. Not that he went through anything tragic, but he was just, you know, just kind of a, he was a gambler. He was an he artist. Was a, I mean. Yeah, he was a struggling yeah. artist and, you know, just kicked around 1930. Oh, Bill Nye the Science Guy was in this movie. Small cameo, and not yeah. Saw the profile of his face, and I knew it was him, and hmm. you know, in his voice. Yeah. Tara was like, Bye. I doubted it. Yeah, it's definitely him, but that was cool. Um, yeah. What else? I don't know what else I have to say about it besides I I I I, I loved it. I really I loved it too. I liked it more than Citizen Kane. You did. Yeah. Uh, like I want to like again like I'm like you know. Well, my whole thing is character uh, development, so I love movies with good character development. Yeah, and true. just Mank just had such good character development. I really liked Herman Mankiewicz by like the end of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he was super likable character. Good morals. Oh, and it was about like the the it was like the 1930 something like election for governor in california and god that sounded so much like today yeah it did it really it was did. Like, like they were calling the, the democrats like socialists and mm-hmm. like communists i was like dude imagine what like a socialist would be back then like yeah and a republican i feel like a republican back then you just literally have to be racist <laughs> yeah a republican in the 1930s it's like yeah like mm, terrible I mean, Democrats, too. I mean, anyone in politics at that time was very seldom, like, fighting. But, anyways, they made the Democratic character, Bill Nye the Science Guy character, you know, like, running for political reform and, like, you know, revolution in in, uh, in California. And that's what Citizen Kane's character wanted to do initially. But mm-hmm. he didn't win, and then that character didn't win. So it was kind of very – you can definitely see – I love seeing all the parallel, all the like the parallels from Citizen Kane to like the, where the inspiration came from. Yeah, I thought that was I thought that was awesome, and it was definitely like Citizen Kane was influenced by the 1930s. You could tell this movie was you know you you just got to saw where it came you had to saw where it come where it came from. Mm-hmm. I thought well, I thought it was really good. I, I thought, thought it was, was awesome. not much else I'm gonna say about it. I think the best part about it was 100 percent the main character. Yeah, and there was like. Again, a movie where the stakes weren't super high, but I still enjoyed it a lot more. Yeah, me too. Citizen Kane. I was much more involved with mm. Mank. Yeah. 
I wanted to keep watching it. Yeah, it was a longer Citizen movie Kane, than I, I think the like, Citizen Kane. Citizen Kane, I was like, okay, yeah, this I was ends, like, I don't care. I was like checking the time. Me Citizen too. Kane. I, was I was like, like dang, okay, how much time is left? But this movie, I was like, Meg, dang, this was like, it was like time. two something, two fifteen, two, yeah, two eleven or something. Yeah, and I was like, oh wow, it's over, cool. But yeah, yeah. I, anyway, I, I don't, I don't have, but I don't have much else to say about it besides the main character, Gary Oldman puts on a fucking stunning performance i don't know who won best actor for the golden globes i think it was chadwick boseman it was yeah. i think that was more of a like post you know mortem type yeah. type type win well, i didn't see his movie so i can't say that gerald was better but i'm floored he didn't win yeah he might be up for the oscar but yeah i don't know he was good so it was just really funny it was He's a funny character, but I highly recommend it. And, I, and I'm sure if you're listening, you haven't seen Citizen Kane, you're gonna watch it. And it's like one you have to watch. Like you have to watch if Citizen Kane. If it's not Kane the, one point. of the best movies of all time, you just should watch it. Yeah, but if if, if if it's even the conversation for that, you should watch it. And then once you watch it, really do watch this movie. We highly, highly recommend it. Thanks. Yeah. I was not super excited to watch it at all. Me, I kind of thought it would be boring. Yeah, I thought it'd be so boring. It was not all. No, it was so good. Yeah, I don't have my. I, I had more to say about it when I was, when I was thinking about. It. I know there's more that's gonna slip my mind. I'm gonna wish I said on here, but it was just fucking. It was just Gary Oldman. That was it. He was so good. I remember watching. He was just captive. He was just, he was just glowing on the screen. I thought it, it was just amazing. Yeah. He his performance was awesome. I thought it was really really good. Um. Yeah. Score. Um. Probably ninety three. Ninety three. Mhm. The same. Ninety three. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I was, just, I really, really enjoyed it more than Citizen Kane, and the acting was great. And I enjoyed it more than Citizen Kane. I want to watch Kane's it again. Still higher than I feel like I missed things. On Mank. Yeah. I, I was mm. like. Yeah, probably. You know, You'd have to watch Citizen like, Kane again because it's yeah. like you want to see like what the details because there's. It it's just really, those they they go together like you're not if you don't see Citizen Kane you're not gonna enjoy the movie that much no. like they're so intertwined and it's so cool to see a movie about the best movie the quote unquote you can't see my hands quote best movie yeah but yeah it, it was just really good it was really just really good the guy was a good guy and he won at the end and it's just mm-hmm. awesome to see great character development and like you said so ninety five uh three for both of us yeah cool okay. all right. Um. Yeah, that's it for our movie reviews. I hope you guys enjoyed those two. We're gonna pick the next two movies for this week. Yeah. So our first one we're picking it's called The Dig. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Uh, again, we in the future we want to do one classic movie and one new movie, but we're limited to Netflix new movies. Yeah. So this, this movie recently got released on Netflix, so it could be new to some of us. Yeah, it oh, came out in 2021. 2021. Oh, so it's been... No, no, it is new. It, it is, is new. a new movie. Okay. I'm just saying, like, you know, soon, at some point, I want to go to the theaters. Yeah. They'll be reviewing God Delivers Kong. <laughs> um, okay, so we're watching The Dig. It's on Netflix. It is about... I'll read you a little synopsis. On the eve of World War II, a British widow hires a self-taught archaeologist to dig up mysterious formations on her land, leading to a staggering find. Yeah. Carrie Mulligan, Ralph Fiennes. Ralph Fiennes. Fiennes. Yeah. Played Voldemort uh, and lots of other things and lots of other movies. Never heard of this director. Simon Stone. That's a great director name. It is a great name. Simon Stone. It's awesome strong, name. Strong name. 
Yeah, so we're watching The Dig on Netflix. I'm sure most of you have Netflix. Um, definitely watch it, and we will review it next movie Monday. Now we must pick our movie off the list. If you're new to the uh, pod, we have two 12-sided dice, even though we're only going to use numbers 1 through 10. And I have a blue one and a purple one. The blue one will be the x-axis, and purple will be the y. So when I say X and Y, it's because we get our movies from this movie poster bucket list that has 100 movies on it, and we've watched nine so far. So I am going to do the honors and roll the blue dice, and Tara's going to tell me what X axis, well, I'm sorry, what number, and she's going to tell me what movies are available on the X axis just to build up suspense. Okay, so I'm going to roll the dice. Five. Schindler's List. Schindler's List. Breakfast at Tiffany's. Breakfast at Tiffany's. Shaun of the Dead. Oh, yes! Shaun of the Dead. I love that fucking movie. Back to the Future. Back to the Future. The Silence of the Lambs. The Silence of the Lambs. Alien. Alien. And Seven. Seven. Wow, that's a great fucking row. We've watched, we watched three, three on that row. Yeah. We have watched Four nine seven. movies, and there are three on row one, one on row two, zero on three and four, and then... Three on five, zero on six, one on seven, zero on eight and nine, and then one on ten. So very uneven numbers. Now fives would have four. So, God, I hope it's Shaun of the Dead. I hope it's any, any, all those movies sound good. Yeah. Here we go. Ready? Ready, ready, ready. One. Schindler's List. Schindler's List. Cool. Another black and white. I was hoping for Shaun of the Dead, but. Schindler's List is amazing. I'm excited to watch that again. You saw it? Yeah, I've seen it. I haven't seen it. It's so good. Very sad. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so we have The Dig and Schindler's List, and those we'll watch those this week, and we'll review them for you next week. So, cool. That's really all I have to say, right? Join us for our Wednesday show. Don't know if we're going to call it Wine Wednesday, but we probably will. Yeah. Um, cool. Anything else you want to say? Um, no, I think that's it. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Join us next Wednesday. Join us this Wednesday and the next one Monday for Movie Monday. Bye. Bye. Oh, thank you. <laughs>